And we're live. Welcome back to the For All Hours podcast. My name's Jamal. We're back in lockdown, baby. Bombs. And this is a standing Peace. podcast. I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the feet today. Uh, <laughs> oh, good fucking grief. How we doing, folks? That was... Oh, hold on, bring the beat back in. Bro, that bass will never not be distorted because it goes way too fucking hard. Jesus, Lord. Jesus, Lord. <laughs> Hi, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, my name is Jamal. Hope you're doing well. Hope your week's been good. Um, but if you <laughs> the chances that you're listening to this and you're not in Melbourne is slim, so we're all probably in the same situation here. Um, we're in lockdown number... Fuck, what are we up to? Four? Fourth lockdown. Hold on. First one... Third one was the little five-day book. That was a little uh, holiday lockdown. And now we're on like an extended holiday lockdown. You know, we've gone from five to seven. So we love a little circuit breaker. Um, mm. Happy Friday, by the way. Um, the only way you won't catch me on work Friday night is <laughs> to lock the fucking house down. Um, so, yeah, back in lockdown. Hope everyone's doing well. I didn't personally cope with it that well um, when it got announced. So basically, when did I last record? I last recorded on Monday. Um, I recorded the normal podcast, and then I recorded my album review, um, Olivia Rodrigo's debut album, Sour. So if you haven't listened to that, give it a listen. I enjoyed making it. I really enjoyed listening to the album, um, and it was a really fun time. So, yeah. Um, but from there, so, so what, with Tuesday night, Tuesday, there was like a little murmuring of, it's like, oh, there's more exposure sites. There's a lot going on. I was like, mm, doesn't bode well for me. And then Wednesday, um, normal Wednesday, I had teaching, um, from four till six thirty, and about six fifteen, um, Ash texted me and he was like, Hey, we've been exposed. I was like, Yo, if someone's exposing the podcast, hell yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. Not that good. Um, so I went to the footy on Sunday. I think I think I mentioned on the last podcast. I went to the footy on Sunday and there was a guy in our section, not even just the ground, the section we were sitting in, level three, aisles six to 29. I think we were aisle 11. <laughs> um, who tested positive for COVID. And we had to go get tested and isolate. <laughs> and I got that ha- halfway through, not even halfway through, like 15 minutes before my class ended, like the third class. <laughs> and the principal came in and I just showed her. She was like, oh, I'll stay away from you then. And I was like, I feel like shit right now. It's like, I had no idea. Um, so after that, I went straight to three different, testing places i uh, got knocked back at two of them went to one that's exclusively appointment only and i somehow finessed my way into just walking in um but even then I finished what 6 30 got there at quarter to seven shout out the austin hospital um and then <laughs> i had to wait two and a half hours um to even get registered and then another like hour 
before I actually got tested. So it was about 10 o'clock by the time I left, which was just quiche. <laughs> just I was, that was the start of the downfall. And then, um, so I texted my sister. I think I called her and I was like, hey, I have to isolate. So you'll probably have to isolate too. She didn't end up going to work, which was fine. That's yeah, not my section. Uh, but then I got home. And I was like, oh, I have to isolate for so long. It's like until I get my test back. And they were like, it could be three days. Ugh, three days. Like if work opens, I might not be able to go to work. I might miss out on like three days pay or whatever, blah, 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 blah. Wake up in the morning. It's about, did I get, no, I got hammered. <laughs> I got really drunk on Wednesday night. I was just like, I'm sad. Um, had a bottle of wine, called it a day. Woke up Sunday, uh, Sunday, fucking Thursday morning. Woke up Thursday morning. And I woke up to a text from Austin Hospital. Hey, you've got a negative test. Jeez, that was quick. What happened to three days? Turned it to 12 hours. It's like nine o'clock. I was just about to hop into my shower. Bro, I've got to mention this real quick. No, I'll do it after. <laughs> um, it was like, yeah, you've got a negative test. I was like, cool. Thanks for letting me know. So, you know, I <laughs> ran out the door. I was just like, I'm free. The 12 hours that I had to isolate, I spent about eight of them sleeping. So, you know. Four hours of isolation, man. Um, and just to preface before my next, <laughs> the next little bit in the, uh, the story, I guess, the sequence of events. Uh, Tuesday afternoon, I uh, went to wake Alia up for work because she's, you know, sleeps like a log. And I walked in and her room was just like a sauna. It was dead set, humid as fuck. And I was like, what is going on, Ali? Why is your room absolutely disgusting? And not even like, you know, messy or whatever. It was just like, it is just hot. It is humid. She's like, I have no idea. And then about an hour later, she was just like, I can hear something leaking. And the um, the hot water boiler is in her room, in her closet for some reason, which is just beyond me. Why, why you'd have... 125 litres worth of water in a closet tightly packed next to carpet is... I don't know who designed this shit, but they get a fucking F F minus, my dude. They get... (laughs) They get a fucking... Hold up. Hold on. You know what they get? Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Actually, you know what they also get? For, For what? For, for for why for why for why um yeah so that was just shit um and we looked at it and we were just like it's leaking if it bursts we're going to flood about three different apartments above next to and below us <laughs> we just like turned everything off um we got a plumber in just have a look it's just like yeah it's going to take 6 grand to fix i was like hold up yeah hold on hold up wait a minute Something ain't right. It's like, yeah, by the time we get, like, a new water heater and we've got to get, like, four different people in to fix it because it's a fifth-floor apartment and then we've got to, you know, fix some cables and some pipes in the wall because it isn't up to Victoria Code. I was like, hmm, this sounds like a lot of extras that is very much a you problem. 
dude. Not not us. I shouldn't have to pay six grand because you want to get your uh, deadbeat tradie apprentice to help you <laughs> carry a, you know, 15 kilo water heater into an elevator, you know. So that's that. So we have no hot water and then <laughs> we haven't had the chance to like, so that was a Tuesday and we haven't had the chance to like fix it or like get any quotes or even just like get a temporary fix. So we have no hot water and uh, there was a lockdown announced this morning. Um, no, yesterday, yesterday morning. <laughs> so I, was, I was in the worst fucking mood last night. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. So we have no hot water. I haven't <laughs> and, and that's one thing I... Uh, apparently take for granted um hot hot showers and not the one by chance the rapper i don't take that for anything that's a shit song <laughs> but good god i miss hot showers um so yeah we've got a week lockdown um with no hot water no hot showers and we can't use the dishwasher because that also uses hot water so we're hand washing everything at this rate. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's been a, a, a couple of days. You know, I want to say it's been a week, but it hasn't. But it feels like it has. <laughs> so yesterday, after like after the lockdown was announced, I fanged it next door. I went and got some shit from Coles. I went and got some shit from whatever, and I bought about. $100 worth of alcohol. Um, there's two bottles of wine <laughs> of my favourite wine sitting on my little bar back there. Um, I bought a six-pack of beer. I bought some Jamison. <laughs> it's just like I'm, I'm settling in. Is I'm like bunkering in for the uh, lockdown. And I know I can go outside, but like I may as well all do it one go. And then from like one o'clock yesterday, I was just drinking. I haven't had a day like that since, what, Michelle's birthday? Just drinking all day. Like, I started with lunch. And I had a bottle of wine. I had, like, six... <laughs> I had a full six-pack of beer. I had... And then we recorded the other podcast. Um, Last Call podcast on all your favourite uh, podcast platforms. <laughs> and I would like... I was having tequila sodas. I was having tequila shots. And I was just like... Out for the count. Um, I was up at like 2 a.m. just texting this random person. I was like, what am I doing? I was, I, I like, it got to the point where I was on Netflix and it just auto played and I ended up watching like Crank. Crank. Hey, if you ever watch Crank, that is the most ridiculous shit I've ever seen. It's a Jason Statham movie and it's basically like the premise of speed where it's just like, if you don't stay to this point, like, obviously speed is just like, if the bus goes below X speed, then the bus blows up. This one is just like, if you don't have this amount of adrenaline, you'll just, like, die. So it's just, like, out there doing crazy shit and, like, killing people and fucking people in the middle of Chinatown kind of thing. Just bizarre. I literally looked up and I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what is this? Oh, I'm Jason Statham. Like... All right, guys. My name's Jason Statham. 
oh, I can do it better. I can do it better, but, you know, we move. Um, so, yeah. And then today, today, oh, whatever. It's locked down. I was relatively productive. Um, woke up with a brutal hangover. I haven't been hungover like that in a hot fucking minute. Because, um, cause, yeah, I drank a lot and didn't drink much water. That's one thing I'm aiming to do in the next week is just drink a lot of water. Because I am whew, drinking a lot. But that's besides the point. Um, got some shit around the house done today, <laughs> which was nice. And then to offset that, I um, spent about five to six hours on my computer uh, playing games and watching videos. So, you know what? What did Olivia Rodrigo say? One step forward, three steps back. You know, <laughs> we move. We move. Um, but that's been the week so far. Happy Friday. I hope everyone's ready for a for a uh, lockdown weekend again. I wonder what I wonder what's going to happen because I know the last time we had a five day lockdown, it was actually five days. I was like, okay, that's cool. But then the first <laughs> the first time we had a two week lockdown, it turned into about two months, like three months. Just like yeah. We had four cases overnight, so we'll see how we go, but that's all right. That's all right. Should we do um, should we do some Losers of the Week? I mean, it's Friday. I do Losers of the Week on Monday. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Losers of the Week is uh, the great city of Melbourne and the wider state of Victoria. Self-explanatory. Lockdown. Um, <laughs> Losers of the Week. <laughs> Actually, Loser of the Week, uh, two teenage girls who uh, tried to hitchhike their way to South Australia to quote-unquote visit friends and got detained by the police. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> We're going to visit friends. I'm like, uh, there's a <laughs> there's a large population of people flooding the highways trying to get out before the lockdown which i think is ridiculous i get that you don't want to be part of the lockdown but like at the end of the day we're all like we're all in this together come on like if you're holidaying here sure get out get out while you can go home like i don't want to be here but i'm not fleeing the state although half of me was just like queensland trip (laughs) anyone i was like i'll go back don't try me. But yes, I think they got detained somewhere out like Horsham or some shit. Like out west. Like they didn't even get that close. But I commend them on their effort. Um, Alright, drive by. We're getting serious. What are you doing? Sleeping like a dickhead. Dickhead. Alright, I have a few things to drive by um (laughs) a lockdown obviously isn't fun but it brings back everyone's least favorite people at least in i'm I'm not gonna say my circles but just like (laughs) sky news get it together this is not like north korea i i I genuinely saw a headline i can't remember what this person's name peter peter credlin Peter Credlin, political assistant. <laughs> um, 
Yes. Peter Credlin has some of the worst takes and worst um, just like shock jock reactionary journalism I've ever heard in my life. Um, I saw a headline on Sky News that compared Victoria to North Korea. Um, There is one by her yesterday. Today (laughs) should have been the day the Victorian government finally died of shame. Um, Aggressive? Excessive? Just a little bit. Hotel Travago. Like, goddamn woman. That is just ridiculous. Um, Alan Jones is very much of the same elk. Ilk? Elk? No, elk is the fucking moose. Same ilk. Um, just incredibly conservative and not like... I. Uh, here's my thing. I see some people... Um, who I have similar views with, uh, very left-leaning, who were just like, no, you couldn't catch me dead being friends with conservatives, blah, 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 blah. Which is dumb. That uh, It doesn't encourage like political discourse, and I know political discourse doesn't usually end well because everyone just yells at each other and tells each party that they're wrong. But, like, I don't know, most of my family's pretty conservative. Um especially the white part of my family, very conservative. My grandparents, all of them, even the Indonesian ones, very conservative. <laughs> For what? For what? For why? Um, like I have friends who are different levels of conservative. Um, the ones who are like very conservative, I remember having a conversation with someone I used to go to high school with and he was just like, I don't think gay marriage should be legal. And I was like, ooh, that's where I draw the line, bucko. Like, sure, there's a lot of conservatives that I just disagree on, like, economic kind of thing. And, like, yeah, mostly economics, but, you know, they're not (laughs) homophobic. So there's that. Um, Also... Fuck, I cannot remember this guy's name for the life of me. His name's Avi. Avi? Um, that news reporter who just also has horrendous takes. Um, let me find him. Let me find him. Avi Yamini, uh, the Israeli journalist who um, has brutal takes about the Israeli-Palestinian thing going on right now. And the whole bombings in Gaza, but also he loves to lead a uh, lockdown protest. <laughs> as soon as it got announced, he was like, "I think it got a- announced at like eleven in the morning," and he was just like, 7 p.m. Flinders Street anti-lockdown protest." I was like, "Good God, this is why we have to go into lockdown." Because, like, oh, whatever. I'm just so annoyed. And like my mental health uh, took a took a bit of a hit because of this. But like, hey, I'm inside. I'm trying to do the best for the wider community around me. You know, I'm not out here dicking about. I'm not out here because, <laughs> like, it's again. I hate that we just recycle the same fucking takes every time we have a lockdown. 
it's like, oh, this is such a dictator state. And you're like, bro, it's just... I hate... And I say the same thing every time. I'm like, this isn't for me. This isn't about you, Arvi, or Peter, or Alan. It might be for Alan, because he's about 95 fucking years old. He looks like that photo of Prince Philip in the front seat. He looks halfway to the morgue. That man is old. That man is very old. (laughs) But... It's like we're doing it for the people who are vulnerable to this, you know, virus. Oh, and don't even get me started on the COVID is fake shit. Good fucking God. This is the fourth lockdown. They aren't doing this for fun. What does Dan... A- okay, I'm going to recycle. We're going to recycle back to this point. What does Dan Andrews get? Like, theoretically, everyone's just like, Dan Andrews is a dictator, is a socialist who's shutting down the state. And he's just like, what does he get out of this? No one likes him for this. Don't get me wrong. I'd, I'd, Dan Andrews is fine in my eyes. He's uh, he, he's trying to do his best, I guess. Um, but he's just like, what does he get out of shutting the state down? Fuck all. In my, and I haven't done enough political research into this, but again, and this is this is actually a different point, but. Why isn't this happening in, like, Sydney? Because, like, that's all I see the Conservatives, um, especially my family, who are just like, this isn't happening in Sydney. What is going on here? (laughs) And you know what the answer is? People are bringing it from other states. I'm pretty sure the first case that we got was from South Australia. I'm like, why Why is this happening? (laughs) I'm just like, I'm just so annoyed. Like, I know we're, we're open... We opened way more. We had 80,000 at the G for Anzac Day. I was like, good, good for us. This is great. Um, You know, we can go out and do stuff. I can work every week and not have to wear a mask. It's all well and good, but, like, where does this stop? And you know where this stops? Listener? Getting the fucking vaccine. (laughs) I'm very about... Vaccinations, obviously, um, and I've got to get mine at some point. I've actually done zero research into this vaccine. Um, like I will before I get it, but like also, do I have to pay for it? It's a bulk build. Can I just like rock up, flash my Medicare card, and be like, "Hey, I want to get vaccinated." If I can, I'll fucking do that tomorrow. Because <laughs> they've added the fifth reason to get out and about. You know, other than, like, give care, essential work. Um, what was the other one? Yeah, go shopping, exercise. Fifth one, vaccine. Get vaccinated, folks. Vaccinations have the four all hours stamp of approval. <laughs> so there's that. There's my fucking drive-by. Um, Sky News, you reactionary piece of shitty media. Good God. It's just so frustrating. Um, another drive-by... On a more lighter note. On a lighter note. Snapchat. I'll talk about Snapchat for a second. And most notably, uh, being friends with people on Snapchat... Actually, no, I'm going to start from the start. So, if you're friends with someone, right, and you're just like, add each other on Snapchat, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I add you on Snapchat, right, and we're friends... And I see your stories that come up as subscriptions, bro. I'm a offended. B, unfollowing. 
from that shit. Snapchat is not dying, but you're just like, it's very much the second tier social media at the moment. Second tier to Instagram and TikTok. Facebook's probably in the second tier. And then, you know, you've got your other ones. <laughs> Whatever. LinkedIn, if you will. Hey, if we're friends, don't I don't want to feel like I'm subscribed, you know? I was like, I... It's funny because I've not added someone. This was from like ages ago. And I followed her. Not followed. Added her on Snapchat. <laughs> she was like, this is someone I've literally known since like year seven. And it comes up as a description. And I was just like, what is going on? I feel like this is big fan behavior on my part. And it isn't warranted, you know? I didn't ask for this. Um, hey, Add your friends back. But then, you know, she followed me on Instagram and I didn't follow her back because... <laughs> Karma. <laughs> what goes around comes around, boy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, what else we got going on? Um, okay, there's two more things on my list that I want to talk about. Um, I saw something on Instagram the other day. And this is a trend, I think, with uh, not the, I hate saying Gen Z, like the millennial kind of social media culture around small children, aka babies. And because um, there, there has been like a big boom over the past couple of years, I guess, with like family channels, um, fa- especially family like vlogging. And basically exploiting your child for views, but that's a whole nother thing. There are countless videos on that shit. Go, go look it up. There are some very good ones on YouTube, like the commentary version. (laughs) But it's really funny when people say, um, what is it? Um, If my child doesn't do this or look like this or dress like this, then I don't want it. I'm like, there's so much to unpack there. First of all, bitch, you're the parent right? (laughs) You can dress the child up however you want. You can uh, basically make the child do whatever you want it to do. Like, (laughs) what do you mean if my child doesn't dress like this? The child can't dress itself. Uh, The kid kid can barely fucking walk. You know, there's a reason why I got forced into an orange uh, pair of overalls with some black and white spotty shirt because... I can't dress myself. I didn't get to choose. You know? It's not like the kid gets to decide what it wants to do. Children don't have agency until like... Probably true agency until like 15. I mean... Like they kind of get to decide what they want to do when they get into like... Upper ends of... Primary school, I guess, like fifth and sixth grade. Like, but they'll get the shit that you buy for them. It's like, don't give me this. I don't. If And then the other part of that is like, then I don't want it. It's like, yo. <laughs> Just imagine your child's a fucking loser. You know, I don't want it. Off to the orphanage you go. See ya. Oh, you didn't dress like this, you know millionaire's child who gets exploited for 
views, which makes them more of a millionaire. Don't want it. Chuck them in a basket. Put them on the fire fire station step. Like, damn, you get to decide what you do with your kid. That's how that works. And, hey, if you're saying shit like that, I'm not saying I'd be the best parent in the world. And I don't think I am. Am. Like, I have fucking kids. Am in present tense. Um, I wouldn't be the best parent. Do I want kids at this point in time? No, but like, I wouldn't just be like, oh, if it doesn't do this, then I don't fucking want it. And that boils down to a whole nother thing where you're just like, you've just got to be accepting of your kid. It comes out how it comes out, you know? People who say just like, oh, if my kid has, you know, a disability, I don't know what I'd do. I don't know if I could keep it. I'm like, yo, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Like, I don't know. There's there's a lot of... I'm not worried. And this is a very just, like, general and broad take that I think about a lot. But I'm just like, in this world of, you know, social media and... I hate saying shit like this because it's so fake woke and so just, like, nothing. It's a bit of a nothing take, but I'm just like, a lot of people are going to have kids and be very disappointed when they have to do the hard yards and that, you know, the the cute six-month photos wear off and is like, oh, it's his first birthday. Oh, we rolled over. It's like, oh, now he's got a, you know, a learning problem and, um, you know, he bites other kids and he's just like, oh... Are people ready for that? Um, so, yeah. Some people just don't need to have kids. Some people shouldn't have kids. <laughs> that was a story. I don't know if I told this story on the podcast. I don't think I did. I was talking to Ash about it. Um, person we used to go to school with, primary school, um, has two kids. Um, he's, what is he, 21, 22? And he just got uh, arrested and jailed in Ballarat for um, the possession of illicit substances. So I got done with a kilo of weed, I think, and just like a handful of ecstasy tablets and $1,200 of uh, contraband. Is that what that means? Like money, drug money, basically. (laughs) Hidden under his kid's bed. Yeah, who doesn't need to be a parent? That guy. So, shout out Brenton. I know you're not listening to this because you're in jail, you dickhead. Hey, don't have kids, huh? <laughs> don't have kids. Um, That was just to Brenton, not to you, listener. You'd be a beautiful parent, don't you worry. Um, and the last thing I wanted to talk about is because <laughs> I have this uh, thought a lot. Not thought, but it just comes up a lot because I am... Uh, inherently directionless um, and struggling to (laughs) find my purpose, I guess. Um, Nothing means anything at the end of the day. There's nothing you have to do in this world. There's not many... There's a very, 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 very small list of things that you were obliged to do in this world. 
It could be zero, but like if you have somewhat of a moral compass, then it's probably a few things. It's like, you know, treat people with respect, um, be there for your friends, family and loved ones. Um, and don't be a dick. That's about it. Because when I see, I see people who are just like, and everyone's on their own path. I get this. And I, I'm going to bring up my very, very good friend, uh, be- best friend even, uh, Lauren, who lives in Tasmania at the moment. Um, went to a wedding. Uh, beautiful woman. Luke, a beautiful man. Um, and she's got her shit together, right? She, uh, so we graduated 2015. Uh, we, she went to Tasmania, basically moved straight there. Um, she knew what course she wanted to do. She did a bachelor of some fancy environmental science shit. Uh, got her masters. She bought a house. She has, she is married. She is, um, she has multiple pets, you know, she's got land and shit, she's got an actual real full-time job in her field, and what is she, how how old am I, she's 24, I, on the other hand, am turning 24 in, ooh, under two months, ah, six weeks, ah, I'm turning 24 in six weeks, I'm gonna be mid-twenties in six weeks, um, yeah, I'm 24, I have, uh, dropped out of, one, two, Three uni courses. I've deferred a fourth. Um, I have <laughs> not zero money, but if someone uh, asked me for more than fifteen hundred dollars right now, ah, oh, oh, hold on. If someone asked me for two grand right now, I couldn't give you that. Um, I have. <laughs> I am a career hospitality person at the moment. Um, I have no idea what I want to do. I'm basically just throwing everything at the wall and hoping it sticks Um, (laughs) because I love doing a lot of stuff, but the lot of stuff that I want to do isn't monetizable. Um, But that's not the point. Uh, And on the other hand, um, my sister works 40 hours a week and makes fucking bank. Um. My brother is at uni and he's he's kind of a mix. He's just like he's he's doing uni, but he's like, uh, it's okay. And he loves doing other stuff as well that, you know, he probably won't make, not make it, but just like make a career out of it. Like you don't really have to do, oh, that's such a dumb sentence. You don't have to do anything. Of course you have to do stuff, but you're just like, you are A, on your own timeline, right? Uh, there is no rush for anything. You are not beholden to many things outside of like the very small list that I said earlier. Because everything we make in this world, not everything, but there's like, it's very man-made and there's, there's a weird uh, historical thing behind it where you're just like people are expected to do this, this, this and this. It's like marriage. It's why I don't really it's not that I don't fuck with marriage. It's just very antiquated. It's like marriage was uh, based on the purpose that 
the man would quite literally own the woman. And now what? They've... 45% of marriages end in divorce. It's like it only ends in two ways. It ends with you dying or it ends with you divorcing. And, you know, I know I'm still <laughs> young and I've been in three long-term relationships, but I'm just like, it It ends. Shit ends. Sorry. That's just how that works. That's how life works. Shit ends. Um, so... <laughs> And I sound very fake wise and fake woke for this shit, but I'm just like, you've just got to find shit that you enjoy doing. Because, like, to use my sister as an example, like, she makes, like, a grand, granted bit a week, working 40, 44 hours. Um, and she hates her fucking job. She's miserable. She sleeps all day. She get, only gets up to work, and on her off days, she doesn't do much because she's tired all the time because she works nights. That sounds miserable. Like, sure, I'm working, you know, three days a week. Um, I, uh, like, bartend to the early hours of the morning. I love that shit. Sure, I get on here and complain about it all the time, but I'm just like, I do enjoy it. And I enjoy this shit. I enjoy, you know, talking to whoever the fuck is listening and I enjoy talking to this microphone and, you know, I want to progress in this shit and I want to, you know, develop it and develop my creative field. You know, I want to throw more shit at the wall. I want to make it stick. So you're not obliged to do anything. It's crazy. When you think about anything in the world, you're just like, you kind of disassociate yourself. You're just like, what is money? <laughs> it's such a, it's such a like stone of thought where you're just like, money is just like value that we just make up. It's like crypto. The whole cryptocurrency NFT thing going on right now. It's just like, yeah, crypto's on a boom. And you're just like, well, because we make it. If more people put money in it, obviously the more value it gets because more people are putting money into it, right? Like we could just make shit happen. And that's what happened with like the GameStop shit. So... That was a very long and convoluted way to say, just just do whatever. Not whatever, but, like, go out there and enjoy yourself. Like, I'd see all my friends do so many beautiful things and, like, they're just so talented. And I'm like, why can't we all just, like, just do that? Just do what you enjoy. If you're good at it, even better. It's like, for, for example, Brie. Shout out Brie. Um, she's an absolute wizard behind the camera. Um, she sent us some of the film shots that came back from Queensland. Some of the most breathtaking photos I've ever seen. It perfectly encapsulates memories. It perfectly encapsulates um, the environment and the like vibe that was there. Some of the sunset photos are just to die for. And I just want her to like go do that. I want her to succeed. I wanted to go travel the world and just take photos because they are beautiful. I want like <laughs> I want Cody to go on and do whatever the fuck he wants because he has a fucking fantastic voice and he you know, in dance and he's hot. Sorry. All my friends are hot. <laughs> God damn. Y'all are hot. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out all my friends. 
Um, yeah, I could literally go on. I could name every single person that I'm friends with. And I was just like, I just wanted to do this because they're so fucking good at it. And everyone is just, ah. Uh, they're so passionate. And I love hearing people be passionate about what they're passionate about because passion breeds passion. I get excited listening to people talk about what they're passionate about because it makes me want to do stuff. It makes me like up and about and like <laughs> want to explore my passion and um, basically not feed, but like, you know, convey that passion to other people. That's why I love teaching. Sure. The kids are shit sometimes, but like, I love having this passion for dance and, you know, putting people on and just like, this is why I love it. I hope you like it too through these, through this expression, through movement. So, just do what you love. Do what you love. It's very important. It's very important for the mind. Because, <laughs> yeah, that's all we're out here doing. Especially in the that creative field, we're just trying to break the malaise that life sometimes throws at us. So, yeah, there's that. Wow, I feel that was very therapeutic. I feel very... <laughs> I'm cheesing right now. I'm smiling so hard. Um, I feel... I feel very inspired by myself, <laughs> which is rare. Um, it makes me want to go out and actually like do stuff. I know we're in lockdown, but like I can, I feel like I could run through a wall right now. I feel like I can, I feel like the shit. I'm the man. And as what's his name, Artin said, I'm not just the man of the hour. I am the man of the year. <laughs> Ugh. Nah, I'm on one. I'm on one. I might. Uh, Go do some shit. Fucking follow my dreams, dude. Yeah. Um, with that being said, thank you so much for listening to uh, Four Hours Lockdown Edition. There will be more. Um, when's this coming out? I'll put it out now. But if you're listening to this on the first day, um, Lockie and Taylor are having a live Q&A 7.30 Saturday night standard Eastern time, Australian Eastern standard time um, for let's have a chat about a podcast. So give that a watch, give the whole podcast a listen. It's uh, hilarious. They're hilarious. They're very, it's a fantastic duo. Um, what else? What else do I have to plug? Um, yeah, more stuff coming from me whenever, whenever I feel like it. Um, yeah. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to For All Hours. My name's Ben Jamal, and I will see you next time. <laughs>